Truth Dealer Radio is listener supported. If you are led to support this ministry, there is a way to do that at truthdealer-radio.com. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Every day we stand in an epic spiritual battle between good and evil, and safety is of the Lord. This is Truth Dealer Radio. Warning believers to wake up and be sober, encouraging believers to stand on the Word of God, and motivating believers to be truth dealers with a bold witness for Jesus Christ in these end times. And now the host of Truth Dealer Radio, Brian Moonen. It's Truth O'Clock. Praise God. Welcome back to Truth Dealer Radio, where no matter what time zone you're in, it's Truth O'Clock. I'm Brian Moonen, and I'm sounding the alarm asking you to wake up and join the battle for truth. The Word of God is truth, for the Word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit, and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Hebrews 4.12 Praise God. This is going to be part two of what does God think? And we talk about... God's word being truth, and Jesus Christ literally is the truth. He is the word made flesh, and as he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me, John 14, 6. On today's show, we're continuing along, speaking of God being the truth, Jesus Christ being the truth. God is holy. He does not change. He does not take a lie and try to make it be about himself and join it to the truth. And this episode is not going to be easy for some people to receive because they don't like it when the word of God pierces even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and the joints and marrow and discerns the thoughts and intents of the heart. People want to follow their heart like the music always says and the television always says. That's Antichrist. Our hearts can be deceitfully wicked and they can lead us astray. And we're not supposed to let our heart and our own preferences govern things like worshiping God. And that's what this episode is about. This episode is about the holiday or holy day of Christmas and why God hates this practice and why we should not be yoking up and participating in it. Some people will be shocked to hear that concept that this has always been up until modern times that bible believing christians did not participate in catholic holidays because the roman catholic church is apostate and and antichrist and everything they bring is false christ worship the mass of christ falls into this category and that's a historical fact that's not disputed by anyone What's disputed by people is that, well, that was a long time ago, I know what it means to me, and they have other reasons they try to bring into it to allow this sinful, idolatrous practice. And why do I say that it's idolatrous? Well, the whole point that we need to zoom out and look at when it comes to doing anything is what does God say about this? What does God think of it? Almighty God. Okay, not you. 
not your memories and your feelings. God, Jesus Christ, the Lord, who died on the cross for our sins and was buried and rose again on the third day in fulfillment of the scriptures and is seated at the right hand of God. What does Jesus Christ think about mingling the holy with the profane, mixing his name with pagan practices, festivals, rituals, setting a date that's not in scripture and putting it on a liturgical calendar and observing it with the rest of the lost world, saying it has something to do with him when it has nothing to do with him because he is the way, the truth, and the life. And you can only please God by faith. Anything that is not by faith is sin. And Jesus Christ being the truth will have nothing to do with this pagan festival, which in past times was called Saturnalia, which is still celebrated by witches to this day. In fact, increasingly so again. Pagans, Mithra worship, Saturnalia, winter solstice, call it whatever you want. They use all the same traditions and all of the traditions come straight out of predating the birth of Christ, pagan religious ceremonies and practices and festivals where they worship the sun, S-U-N, and that's an abomination to God to tie his son and the birth of his son, which we are not commanded to set up a certain day for marking different things in his life. That's what they used to do for emperors. They would make these festivals and holidays. We're not told to do that. We're told to observe the Lord's Day and to worship God in spirit and in truth. And so we cannot mix lies with truth and please God because it cannot be of faith because our faith would be in something that is a lie and that is not pleasing to God because he has commanded us to learn not the way of the heathen in his word and God does not change. So for all these reasons, I'm going to get into the scripture and bring these ideas out onto the show because frankly, I believe if Christians don't repent of things like this, this is one of the reasons our country is being judged. There is no caring about what God thinks. And a lot of Christians, good, well-meaning Christians and leaders in the, in the churches would agree on all of these principles, but they just will never apply it to Christ mass. They'll say, I'll apply all those principles. I agree. God should be, God is holy. God should be obeyed. Um, all these principles about how to worship God, you can't make up your own way to worship God and bring it to him and have him be pleased by it when it has nothing to do with the faith of the true, holy Christ revealed in scripture. But then when it comes to this, they say, well, we don't apply it to this. Because why? Because I like this. Because this is a tradition. Because I don't want to be looked at as weird. Because my church wouldn't understand if I separate from this. Because, because, because. And that needs to be repented of. You're just giving over to the spirit of Antichrist and ecumenicalism brought in by the Roman Catholic Church. And this is the most popular, most celebrated, quote, holy day of the earth among lost people. They love this holiday of Roman Catholic origin. 
2 Corinthians 6.15, And what concord hath Christ with Belial? Or what part hath he that believeth with an infidel? In Ephesians 5.11, And have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them. See, we are to expose the unfruitful works of darkness and reprove them. We're not supposed to partake with them. We're supposed to expose them, amen? And we're going to have to do that from time to time here on Truth Dealer Radio. Now, God is holy. God cannot lie, Titus 1, 2. God is not disinterested in how people worship him. We spoke about this in part one. The will of Christ must govern religious worship, not the will of man. And you can't just say, because it doesn't say I can't have a motorcycle in the sanctuary, that means I can, because it doesn't explicitly say, thou shalt not have a motorcycle on the altar, and blah, blah, blah. That is not how we get away with just adding stuff, creating holy days like the Catholic Church did. Actually, what they did was they took existing pagan unholy days and blasphemously joined them to the name of Jesus Christ, who is truth incarnate, who is, period. He is, as Jesus said, I am, as God said to Moses out of the burning bush, I am. You don't play games with choosing your own ways to worship him and making up your own idolatrous festivals, as Aaron did when he said, tomorrow is a feast day unto the Lord. That is not how God saw that. Just because Aaron said it, just because Aaron named it, didn't make it true. It did not make it so in God's eyes. And that's why the name of this show is, What Does God Think? Okay? It doesn't matter what we think. It doesn't matter if we were raised in Babylon and we have memories from childhood. That's not what we're talking about here. What we're talking about here is in the very beginning when Jesus and the apostles and nobody ever celebrated or did any of these traditions, when they first started to do it and put Jesus Christ's name next to it and lied and said that his birthday was December 25th, the Pope and the Roman Catholics and taking a pagan date that was already well-established for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years— of pagan abomination festivals, and they took that date and they put Jesus' name with it. When the very first time, when they first did that, what did God think about that back then? Because, you know, God doesn't change. And if it made him sick, and if it was an abomination back then, it's even more so now. Because now people who claim his name are participating willingly in it and ignorantly in it. And that's why we warn, because our job here is to warn you, what does God think? What is the scripture? What saith the Lord? What saith the scripture on something? Not our feelings, because it's going to matter on Judgment Day. And it matters now, because it matters to God, the Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible says we're supposed to hate every false way. Psalm 119, 104. Psalm 119, 128, we're supposed to hate what's false. And if something is based on a lie, it cannot bring glory and honor to the Lord Jesus Christ, who is truth himself, the king of kings, the alpha and the omega. And he did not instruct this. He does not sanction this. He does not approve of this because it's not in his word. And it is not in history, according to the early church. This was added by the Roman Catholic 
Whore of Babylon by the Pope. That is a spirit of Antichrist. The Bible says to hate evil, Proverbs 8.13, Psalm 97.10, Amos 5.15. And just as an example of when people were doing things out of a wrong heart, even when they were things that God had actually ordained and commanded them to do, Amos 5.21, I hate, I despise your feast days, and I will not smell in your solemn assemblies. Though you offer me burnt offerings and your meat offerings, I will not accept them. Neither will I regard the peace offerings of your fat beasts. Take thou away from me the noise of thy songs, for I will not hear the melody of thy viols. But let judgment run down as waters and righteousness as a mighty stream. Have ye offered unto me sacrifices and offerings in the wilderness forty years, O house of Israel? But ye have borne the tabernacle of your Moloch and Shion, your images, the star of your God, which ye made to yourselves. Therefore will I cause you to go into captivity beyond Damascus, saith the Lord, whose name is the God of hosts. See, God doesn't play games and he doesn't need to play games when it comes to worshiping him. He doesn't play games. He doesn't wink at, at all this. It's very important to him, actually. And why shouldn't it be? There's some things to look up and write down if you'd like to. Cain in Genesis 4, 3. Saul in 1 Samuel 15, 22 through 23. Aaron, Exodus 32, 5. And Nadab and Abihu, Leviticus 10, 1. These are all people who tried to add ways to worship God, who worshiped God in the wrong fashion. Not a thing he asked them to do, and they were rejected. They were rejected, and it made God very upset. He doesn't think it's funny. He doesn't think it's cute to join him and the, the worship of a holy God and make it up in our own way and add it all together and mix it all up and join it, especially joining it with pagan practices? How on earth do you imagine God to approve of that when he has forbidden us to join with the unfruitful works of darkness over and over and over again and commanded us to learn not the way of the heathen and to flee from idolatry and pagan practices? That's no mystery. That's not a deep, 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 hard-to-find doctrine. That's God's character. He forbids that. He always has and he always will. That's God's character. God is holy. He's not a chump. He's not some fool. And you're not fooling him. And I wasn't fooling him when I was doing these festivals. And just because they were traditions, I never looked into it. Like I said, out of ignorance. But when you find out the truth... You have a choice to make. You are at the crossroads, and God is not standing there saying, just do whatever, whatever you feels good to you. I don't really care. It's, I mean, it's 2022. I'm tired up here in heaven. No, that isn't God's attitude. God does not change. And God is worthy to be praised. God is worthy to be obeyed. And God is worthy to be not ignored on all these matters. And it it matters. It's worth taking the time to look into all of the history and all the things that has to do with this. 
so that you can make a proper decision that honors God in heaven, that honors the real Lord Jesus Christ. Not the fake Antichrist, the real Jesus Christ. Truth, God manifests in the flesh, our risen Savior. He wants no part with evil and the unfruitful works of darkness. Jeremiah 10, 2, God says, learn not the way of the heathen. Don't learn it, don't do it, and don't bring it to me and tell me it's for me, because it's not. And you're not fooling God. You're not fooling the Lord Jesus Christ. This whole date was set up in 354 AD by the Catholic Church, by a Roman Catholic Pope, Pope Julius I, because there was already a pagan festival then, two or three of them actually overlapping, in Rome. They're the ones who set the date. So, and it's on their liturgical calendar where they have all these made-up holy days that happen to match the pagan calendar of witches' sabbats. And these are holidays that witches and pagans still celebrate every year. They use the same calendar, the same days. This is not a festival that God ordained and that God instructed us to partake in. Have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness. If there's anything pagan about it, let alone the whole entire root of the festival, we should have nothing to do with it, period, whether they stick Jesus' name on it or not. In fact, that's, that's even more, that's why it's so blasphemous, because they lie and say that it's about Christ when it's really a false Christ. Otherwise, the whole world would not follow after it and its abomination. The entire world is drunk on this spirit of Christmas, and God abhors it. And jo Josiah didn't want to mix in what was going on. What he did was God instructed him to destroy and tear down and break down the groves and the things that all the times when it said that they did evil in the sight of the Lord, things God didn't tell them to do, things they couldn't do at the same time. They were supposed to be set apart. They're supposed to be not participating in that, the ways of the heathen, let alone mixing it all together and saying it was unto the Lord and just thinking God doesn't see, God doesn't care. God understands. No, he doesn't understand. Jesus died on the cross for our sins. We're not supposed to make light of anything that God says to forsake, ever. It's not a light matter of how we worship God either. It's not a light, trivial matter to just make up, make up days and ways of worshiping God and think, oh, well, it's not trivial to God. The Bible says that all these things provoked God to wrath. In Colossians chapter 2, the Apostle Paul calls it, in, by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, will worship. You're doing things according to your will in the flesh that you think you can please God with that are not of faith because they're not based on the truth. And in that context, they were doing things, abstaining from things, touch not, taste not, handle not, which all are to perish with the using after the commandments and doctrines of men, which things have indeed a show of wisdom and will worship and humility and neglecting of the body, not in any honor to the satisfying of the flesh. See, they were doing things. They were denying the flesh. They weren't reveling and indulging 
and giving each other presents and doing all kinds of nonsense that was all really about the flesh. It's all about fun. It's all about celebration and fun and excess. They were trying to prove their loyalty to God by keeping these other things, denying themselves, but it was of their own will. It was will worship. See, and neither thing can please God because it's not of him. It's not in his will. And that's what should matter when it comes to worshiping him. God says, I hate and abhor lying, but thy law do I love, Psalm 119, 163. You think it's a small matter that Jesus Christ wasn't really born on December 25th? And we all know it, but we just go along with it anyway? Because, 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 like the Wizard of Oz song? It's witchcraft is what it is. It's blindness. It's darkness. Jesus is the truth. The day that he was born is not revealed in Scripture. And we are not told to have a pagan-oriented festival celebrating his incarnation, his holy incarnation. Don't make it up. It's a lie. God abhors lies. And he certainly despises lying tongues about his son and about his character and his holiness and his birth and his death and his cross and his resurrection and his gospel. There's no darkness in him. There's no lies near him. He doesn't want any part of it. He will not honor it ever. Doesn't matter what you call it, how pretty it looks, how much we like it, what it means to you. What does God think of it? Romans 12, 9 says, Let love be without dissimulation. Abhor that which is evil. Cleave to that which is good. There is nothing good about lies in this festival. Pagan stuff that you're taking in to the church or into the home just because it's fun and it's part of our memory because we were raised in Babylon, it doesn't mean God is going to accept it as part of his worship or any other part of his children's life. He does not want us to be partakers with them, come out of them, he says. And anything that's based on a lie cannot be the true Jesus Christ. It cannot be pleasing to Christ. And it cannot bear good fruit. And that's why the lost world loves this holiday. They love it, but they hate Jesus. Did you ever think about that? The lost and dying world hates Jesus Christ, according to the Bible. If Jesus Christ was really the reason for this season, as they say, this season would be hated by the lost. God knows what this is all about. Nobody's tricking him. Nobody's fooling him. It's not going over his head. It's an abomination because the truth matters to God and holiness matters to God. Jesus didn't die on the cross so that we can pick and choose little things our heart likes and bring it to him and say it's about him. Things that are sinful, things that are wrong, that God warned against and said, don't learn these heathen ways. Don't participate in these. Don't set up these idols in your heart. Wink, wink. Do it anyway. That's what people are doing. And I'm warning people 
because Jesus is coming back soon. We need to purge out the leaven. Repent and turn back to him in holiness and disregard these unholy Roman Catholic pagan origin festivals that God despises. Now, one of the common defenses people try to go to from Scripture is Romans chapter 14, verse 5 and 6. One man esteemeth one day above another, another esteemeth every day alike. Let every man be fully persuaded in his own mind. He that regardeth the day, regardeth it unto the Lord. And he that regardeth not the day, to the Lord he doth not regard it. He that eateth, eateth to the Lord, for he giveth God thanks. And he that eateth not, to the Lord he eateth not, and giveth God thanks. Is Paul talking about pagan festivals? This is from Matthew Henry's commentary. Concerning days, those who thought themselves still under some kind of obligation to the ceremonial law, esteemed one day above another, kept up a respect to the times of the Passover, Pentecost, New Moons, the Feast of Tabernacles, thought those days better than other days, and solemnized them accordingly with particular observations, binding themselves to some religious rest and exercise on those days. Those who knew that all these things were abolished and done away by Christ's coming esteemed every day alike. We must understand it with an exception of the Lord's day, which all Christians unanimously observed. But they made no account, took no notice of those antiquated festivals of the Jews. This has nothing to do with sin. Because he would never say, God doesn't say, some people can sin and say it's for the Lord and other people cannot sin. Because there's no question that participating and taking pagan, unholy garbage and bringing it into say it's for the Lord is condemned in Scripture. So it will never contradict. That's not God's character. And that is not what the Apostle Paul here is saying and giving permission for. This is talking about people who believe in Jesus Christ and God is allowing it for this period because that's who they were. They were doing things unto the Lord that God had told them to do unto the Lord. But they were passing away because Jesus Christ is the fulfilled Messiah of all in all and those things passed away. Those things are no longer necessary to do. And I don't think that they were doing them because they thought they needed to do them to be saved. They were just doing them. And so it wasn't a sin. He didn't say there's sin, you need to stop. This is not a license to sin because you can just make up worshiping God however you want. That's not what this verse teaches in context because scripture doesn't contradict and God is holy and God has said, learn not the way of the heathen. This is not talking about pagan festivals at all. So it completely has nothing to do with Christ mass. As I said, Ephesians 5, 7, Be not ye therefore partakers with them. No matter how they justify it, you can't get away from the fact that this pagan date, December 25th, it's not biblical, and God knows the truth about it. Truth Dealer Radio. No matter what time zone you're in, it's Truth O'Clock. TruthDealerRadio.com. You keep talking about Jesus. Some folks out there just might be listening.
Did you know that Big Apple Music has been in business for over 40 years? They have a great selection of guitars, amps, drums, keyboards, digital pianos, and much more. Did you also know that they offer music lessons right here locally, and they rent instruments? Their experienced staff can also repair instruments and sound systems. Located on Seneca Turnpike in New Hartford. Open Monday through Friday, 9 to 9, and Saturday, 9 to 6. That's Big Apple Music, Seneca Turnpike in New Hartford.